0: What's going on? It's your boy Mike Maul. This is Maul It Over Today, today, today. So look, we got a lot of crazy stuff going on in our community right now. A little over a week ago, we had a seven-year-old get killed. A couple days ago, we had a shootout with some 13-year-olds. i seen even in Columbus where two 13-year-olds killed somebody and wounded another. I'm noticing more and more that these murderers, killers, they barely got hair on their areas. They barely know how to write their name. And they hold killers. And then I dove off into some stuff, learning about Chicago, gang culture, and things like that. The average killer in Chicago They start killing it like 11 or 12. Why is this okay? When did this become a normal thing? Why are we letting our kids be a part of this generational genocide? We are killing off our own people. And not only are we killing them off, we're killing off a generation. We're killing off off a lineage. We're killing off futures, potentials, like, for real, for real, it just don't make sense, man, these kids is reaching out for guns so fast, I mean, I don't even know how they getting guns so fast, when I was in the, well, I take that back, yes, I do, yes, I do, it wasn't that hard to get guns when you was in the street, when I was in the street, it wasn't hard to get guns. Heck, I had a gun, earliest gun, I can remember I was 14 and had a gun. So it ain't ain't that, I just never had a plan to use it. I would just have it in case I ever needed to, air quotes. It was mainly to show my friends and be cool, but the real purpose was that there wasn't one. I just wanted to look hard, I wanted to look the part. Now, when I was a little older, I got a gun I had a 38 Special. I wasn't too familiar with how to use it. And I almost killed my cousin. It wasn't that I pulled the trigger or nothing like that. It actually had a very touchy hammer. All I did was touch the hammer and it fired. And I didn't even realize I touched the hammer because I had it sideways holding it in my hand. But yes, it fired. Went through the floor in between her legs where she was standing. Now you want to talk about an uh, eye-opening event? There it was. But at any rate, we got to do something I didn't have anybody helping me or guiding me along the way in a lot of that I had a dare officer His name was Officer Whitworth Like he used to uh, give me advice I don't know if he's seen the struggle on me or what But uh, he definitely used to um, try to motivate the whole classroom Uh, And he used to read this book called Chicken Soup for the Soul And I thought that it was cool that somebody took time out of their day To come and talk to us I guess because I ain't have a male figure in my life It was cool to have any male sit down and talk to you But on the inside I knew I was doing dirt And I knew I didn't have a I didn't have a true chance of building a relationship with him Because I was always told the police was the ops Flat out So And I was doing stuff that Police, yeah, they wouldn't have been too happy about I probably would have been in DH So I just was happy because he was a nice guy He always gave us candy I was a fat kid You bring me food, read a good story Hey, I'm sold But we never talked about nothing Or anything like that He never asked He just, and I, was, I remember I was smoking cigarettes when we used to have deer <laughs> And drinking oh, I'm telling too much now But I was smoking cigarettes and I was drinking St. Ives And Zimas Remember Zimas? Oh God I remember drinking Zimas, and then me and my dudes, we really thought we was cool. We ended up having like some Wild Irish Rose. And I used to always have my brother go get me 40 ounces of Old English. I was listening to Spice One. Listen, you couldn't tell me nothing. You couldn't tell me nothing about Brother Lynch, Spice One, Sibo, Silly Cell. I was listening to them all. You know what I'm saying? I thought, I thought I was from the West Coast. My brother had cultured me so much and how the hood was supposed to work and how everything went down. Well actually, let me take that back. It wasn't my brother, to be honest. My brother taught me a lot. Don't get it twisted. But I got another brother that's not my brother. He kinda took me under his wing. He actually the one who told me to leave the streets alone too though. And that is when I respected him the most. Uh shout out shout out to my to my guy, my guy, my big bro, uh, Swiss. Because he actually told me to leave the streets alone. He said, I don't want you in these streets. You need anything, just come to me, ask me for it. I'll get together. You need to go to school, get your head on straight. You can be better than this. That's what he told me. I still was doing my one-two, but he told me that. And then he would make sure, because he would come pick me up. Say, make, you know, let's move around. Let's go here, let's go there. Taking me to baseball. Game. I had never been to a baseball game or nothing like that before. He, was taking me, he actually took me under his wing. As a big brother And if it wasn't for him I probably wouldn't be A lot of what I am today To other kids and other people Cause he he—he, I mean he still was he, was he was always himself But he did that and showed me that it's bigger Than what I thought it was Like when I was at the point of breaking And going and doing stuff I had no business to do A whole lot of stuff I ain't gonna go into that But He was like you ain't gotta do that Just be you and do what you gotta do Go to school, learn, you know, everything. And it was crazy because I never expected it to come from me. But when he got me together, he got me together all the way. And I thank him for it to this day. That's why that's my guy. That's my guy. He can come to me for anything. If I got it, I'm promising you, I'm going to give it up. But we need people like that. Now, we need people who... May not be perfect, but they're willing to invest in the youth. I know Tim Anderson has a program, the Fallen Fathers program. And Jamar Blackman has um, Gold Getters Academy. And even uh, Brandon Scarborough has the uh, Dreams Academy, I think it is. But they have those programs and they help young men and women. On how to fill out resumes, credit building, all that And that's good The hard thing is those are the people who want to be in there And they want to grow And sometimes their parents still have a little control Where did the parents lose the control? That's the question Because I can't mentor a kid who doesn't at least want to hear me out If he don't want to hear me out, I can't do nothing with him He don't because I can't hold him there I can't force him to come and talk to me I'm not a judge. I don't have that power. So if they don't want to stay, I can't force them to stay. But we need to get these kids and try to get them molded. At 13, they're still redeemable. They still can learn. They can still be bigger. Like this music has got kids' heads so twisted and believing in everything that they're hearing. Creating a cycle of that will not easily broke. And now here's the crazy thing, because you know I give you Bible. This is quick. The music is out. And I never thought I would be one to blame the music, but I hear the music, kids listen to the music, they recite the music, they starting to put quotes up about the music, they, re- they reliving the music, they are trying to live up to the music, and what the people in the music are saying, that's when you know it went too far. But it made me really think, wasn't the devil the master of music? Wasn't the devil the orchestrator of music? Wasn't the devil the one who controlled all the music? Well, that's a fact. Crazy part is, if we don't take control of it, it's only gonna get worse. We keep marking this generation off as, oh, this is just how it's gonna be, this is how life's gotta be, but it don't. I believe we can still reach some of these youth. I believe we can get to them. The question is, Somebody help me I need the avenue to take to get to it I don't rap Anymore And positive rap ain't exactly popping right now You ain't got many Commons Most deaf, Talib Kweli Mr. Smith Hey, check out Mr. Smith if you haven't already He cold Mr. Smith is cold From his child support EP To all his other Um CDs he's he's put on he's I can't name them all cuz he got like I think he got like maybe five six seven of them I don't know but he got a few of them check him out his name mr. Smith he's on all media platforms he probably got another one dropping tomorrow dude nice not only is he nice he educated I mean super educated educated humble and got bars I'm talking stupid bars like you gonna have to listen to it two or three times so that you can like break down and analyze all the bars that he giving you. Cause he's that nice with it. But he gonna teach you something in the meantime. Mr. Smith, that's his name, check him out. But anyway, like where's all the uncles at man? Where's the people who used to help get these kids on the right path? Get them guided in the right direction. Cause I'm telling you, the ball has been dropped and it's hard to get it back once it falls. But it's not impossible It takes time, patience Just like my homie used to come pick me up And take the time out To hang out with me and chill with me He didn't have to I was just a little corny little dude Trying to do what I was doing though, and Sell my little weed or whatever I had at the time to sell And he came and got me a, Almost every weekend And I'm like Hey man, I'm trying to do this Man, come on with me I Don't even worry about it I'll give you some money Whatever the case may be We need that, and we need to get these kids, man. I mean, I ain't saying like, you know, let's get kids back fighting. Like, can we make music where they talk about fighting again? Because I would rather my kid get in a fight than, than get shot because, you know, these little cats out here shooting people. Like, that's not the thing. All because you a scaredy cat. You scared to fight, so you start shooting. Get out here and get whooped on, or, or get a whoop on somebody. Let them live another to tell another tale. What's the point of killing them anyway? Y'all fighting over a snack pack. Y'all fighting over something cr- even worse. Y'all fighting over girls. When did when did that become cool? To fight or shoot over a girl because this dude got your girl. Just because you kill him don't mean you gonna get your girl back. That just means. You get to be with her for another day, she act like she like you, you go to jail, and then she go to another dude, flat out. Get your life. Like, these kids need to get the game. The streets got a code to them. Shooting at football games was never in the code. And it's a reason that the streets have a code, to keep order. When you don't have order, you have chaos, which is what we have now. Chaos. Bring back the street code, Even from when the dudes used to run up on the block to try to catch a play, whoever ran to the car first, the ones who know, know. Where's that at? There's no cold. You catch a play now, dude might pop you because he feel like that was his play. Like, that's corny. A lot of this is corny, and we validating it by, oh, man, dude a killer. Dude, there's no dude was weak, and he ain't had no other outlet. He weak. Some of the dudes who was doing what they was doing, they actually would get out there and, and, and show you like put put some real paws on you It's names, there's legends out here That will put paws on you Before they ever took it to that next level But look We out here Letting little kids kill little kids Man, that's corny Where are the uncles at that's gonna cause Great change just because you say their name It wasn't because their uncle was in the street Selling dope, selling Or shooting people It was because Hey, uncle, uncle John John coming In our family, we had Uncle Willie Somebody told you Uncle Willie was coming to talk to you because you done hacked it up at school. Oh, you you straightened up real quick. Because he was like, you thought of the Green Mile, uh, what's the dude's name, Michael Clark Duncan, when you thought Uncle Willie had hands, looked like they was the same size as Michelin tires. And that if he smacked you, you would feel the sting of it to the middle of next month. So you didn't want him to even touch you too hard. And all he would do was come put his hand on your shoulder and give you a good squeeze. And you would feel like your whole shoulder, clavicle bone and all that stuff had just collapsed and crumbled to pieces because he squozed your shoulder. I'm telling you, we need to bring that back. Parents are afraid of their kids now. Where is they doing this at? Where's our power? Granted, I know, it's kids raising kids. That's what they were saying when we was having kids when we was young and... It was right It ain't even wrong It was right And now that Everybody don't want to be corrected You won't. don't want nobody To say nothing to your kid Don't touch your kid Don't do this Don't do that We have failed our kids Entirely Like families Don't even come together Because you can't say nothing To so and so's kid That's your family And they're ready to fight you And then you showing them Hey I'm hood I'm ghetto I'm ratchet Da 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 That don't make you better Than nobody Because you act like and we got to do better As a people as a whole. We got to bring back family, unity, compassion, love, and show people what's really going on. The church definitely need to step up. It need to step up. And I don't want to just be one that get on these podcasts and talk. Please help me get some better understanding on how we can reach some of these youth because I wanna be a part of the catalyst that gets the will going that we can reclaim some of these cities. I don't just wanna do it in Akron. I wanna do it in Akron, Canton, Cleveland, Youngstown, Cincinnati, Dayton, Toledo, my, mommy, wherever else, Michigan, Flint, Saginaw, you know, Zippa, Palapi, whatever it's called out there. I wanna to go to all the places, Chicago. Let's bring back order. Let these kids at least have a chance. Let them get to 18 before they become, you know, whatever. Let them get to a point where they can make a honest, conscious decision. Even in the gangs in Atlanta, not Atlanta, I mean, L.A. You know, if you ain't a gangbanger, like look at Kendrick Lamar, he ain't gangbanging. And he still can put out positive music and help people without everybody hating him. The Crips like him and the Bloods like him. Because he ain't on no trash. If you don't got to be in a gang, don't force him to be in a gang. Give these kids a chance to live. Dying at 13 ain't cool. Dying at 17 ain't cool. Dying at 20. I'm young. Dying at 40 ain't even cool. We got to give them a chance, man. Help me get these kids a chance and an opportunity to be great. If we can't do nothing else We owe it to them To not drop the ball So that they can have a chance To do something positive Because they have become The next generation And it's only gonna get worse If nobody creates a plan To help it get better How can we help it get better? Reach out to me At marlinoverpodcasts At gmail.com Y'all know what I'm about to say This is The Marlitt Over Podcast. That's my time. God is trying to bless you. Let it go. Let it go. Your whole life is in the threshold. Whoever hurts you better let it go. Let it go. Love the only way to go. Let's go.